Welcome to The Well-Rounded Child, a podcast by Netta Manley and Jean Dwyer. Our goal is to help you help your child to have a more well-rounded education. So my name is Netta Manley. Netta is a fashion editor, writer, and blogger who first had her children attend public and private school and now has entered the homeschool world. And I am Jean Dwyer. Jean is a lawyer and a mediator and a homeschooling mom who's homeschooled her child since the beginning. So thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, welcome to The Well-Rounded Child. This is our very first episode of our new podcast, so thank you for joining us. Um, I am Jean Dwyer. And I am Netta Manley. We are excited for you all to be here on our homeschooling and education journey. Yes. Um, we want to tell you just a very quick background about us um, since this is our since this, this is your first time meeting us. Um, okay, so I am homeschooling um, for the first time this year. I finished um, my very first year. Yay! <laughs> Just had my first homeschool evaluation a couple of days ago. Um, so I survived my first year of homeschooling. I am, uh, I guess you call me a veteran homeschooler. My daughter is going into fifth grade. Um, we ha- started out immediately homeschooling, unbeknownst to me. That was um, in the plans for us. My child has never officially attended full-time any school. She has attended public school for a class here or there, but only about 35 minutes and maybe once or twice a week. Other than that, she has been homeschooled. So we're excited to share our perspectives with you and um, to help you in your own journey with your child's education. So we decided to jump right in with our first podcast about summer fails. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. I, every year, have had these grandiose summers planned, all those little things that I felt we didn't get enough of during the year that we're going to work on during the summer. I have to say in the past, I've kind of done okay. This year, I did not. This year has been a huge summer fail. Why? Why do you think that is? Why do you think this year is different than previous years? Because school's starting next week and I haven't started summer yet. <laughs> you know, that's. I don't know if that's throwing anyone else off, but this is the weirdest summer. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's so short. Now, even for us as homeschoolers, we don't necessarily have to follow a school schedule, but I sort of choose to because um, their friends are free in the summer and then we can spend time with their, with their school friends. Um, and then it just sort of gives us a... Kind of a framework for the year. What what, do you, what about you? No, I agree. I don't stop homeschooling ever, I say. We, of course, go a week here or there, possibly two weeks, without really doing a strict education just throughout the year as things happen. I work, so sometimes my work schedule dictates less school during a particular week. But over the summers, I always have had a summer curriculum. I've always finished my curriculum by May. And I think that's what messed me up this year, is last summer... I felt my child needed an extra curriculum during the summer for math. I felt the curriculum we had used the year before was teaching textbooks, and I just felt like she didn't, it wasn't as cemented as I wanted it to be, her math. So I went and got Singapore math, which is an entire curriculum for the summer. And I only bought 4B, it goes 4A and 4B. I only bought the second section thinking, oh, we can just start here, and she's in fourth grade, this will just be review, I just feel we need to reinforce it. The curriculum was not that easy, as easy as I expected. It wound up introducing a lot of new information, which then I thought we missed out on. So we really focused in on that, and we didn't finish that during the summer. We had to start that. I think we went into maybe November 
okay. possibly December that we finished that. So then we started on now her next math. So we really started and we did Saxon math. But the benefit for me is in Saxon, I did skip so many chapters at the beginning because the Saxon, if you get into Saxon math, it is a lot of review. So I was able to skip the beginning section of section of Saxon. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> um, so I was able to skip the beginning, but we still were starting behind the eight ball. Okay. Going into the school year. Going behind. into the school year. So that then, of course, kept me schooling through June. And so you were still finishing yeah. up the Saxon math when normally you would have been starting yeah. your summer curriculum. But either other things we were still finishing up too because we had to then kind of double up on some math to try to at least finish by in June. This mm-hmm. is the first year I've ever done a curriculum review, portfolio review, without finishing all my curriculum. You're not required to finish, okay. but it's the first year that I've done it without having everything finished. So that was different for me. So that did put me behind the eight ball. And then I wanted my daughter to have a little bit of a break, not doing a full curriculum, yeah. but we just never got to our summer curriculum. Okay, so you have a completely different perspective than me. Let me mm-hmm. give you my perspective <laughs> about my summer fail. So my girls, having been in school, in traditional school, until mm-hmm. this past year, summer is summer the way that they see it. So mm-hmm. summer is a break. And anytime I try to introduce anything remotely educational, <laughs> I get some pushback unless I can really frame it as, ooh, this is fun. So I had all these grand schemes going into the summer. I did finish my curriculum um, by the end of May, first week of June. Um, did I cover everything I ever wanted to cover? No. But I did wrap up like our math curriculum, our language arts curriculum. We did we did wrap that up, which was a huge accomplishment for me because this was my first year of homeschooling. And it was a real challenge for me to get through some of that. But it wasn't, we didn't take on an additional curriculum. We mm-hmm. were just doing what we had signed up for. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, going into summer, I had plans. I bought some brain training which we have been doing, mm-hmm. um, some brain training, a brain training program through Little Giant Steps, which really helps with memory and it helps with physical coordination, helps with handwriting, helps with a number of things. Um, I have been doing that. Um, there, I've taken a few days off here and there, which I really am not supposed to do, but I've been doing that. Um, I just brought Brainetics because I'm still struggling with math facts for them. Um, yes, I know. I, I got a look from Jean. No, I was looking at it. I didn't oh know gosh. that's so weird. That we I have it under my coffee table. I, you can look at it. It's on my phone right now. You can <laughs> see Brainetics. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Great yeah, minds think like It is really interesting and it's something I feel yeah. like would be fun to do yeah. in a group setting. So maybe yeah. it's something we check out yeah. together. Yeah. Um, also doing some, which you gave me the teaching cursive book. Okay. Which they love. Isn't that a great book? It's a great book. Okay. 56 lessons, each one 10 yeah. minutes. It's awesome. We, we've been doing a couple of days because it's summer. Yeah. We're not doing it as much. Um, and then I also wanted to throw in a little French, a little bit Arabic. Mm-hmm. We've been doing our Arabic alphabet, have done next to no French, have done no math fact reviews. Mm-hmm. And we also, the learning language arts and literature. I will say I did add, Lola did not enjoy gifted and talented language arts last year that mm-hmm. we did with her. I, you know, pushed her to finish giftedandtalented.com, her language arts on that, and teaching textbooks, which she hated, but we finished out the year with both of them. 
don't know why she hated teaching textbooks. It's because she's not a technology. My daughter didn't like it either, though, and she likes technology. So. Yeah, I think I I think my younger daughter would like it. I'm not sure. Lola mm-hmm. just felt like it took too much time. It was too boring. I don't know. I really liked it because it taught her math for me. But oh well. Anyway, so we struggled to finish her language arts and her math. Not struggled, but we we finished them, and then she was done with them. Yeah. So I realized after watching her do, watch me do learning language arts through literature with Eva that that is something she really craves she loves to read with me she loves to to mm-hmm. talk with me she loves that interactive part of homeschooling so i happen to have the learning language arts through literature at her level and i started that sort of the last month of school and wanted mm-hmm. and she really liked that and i wanted to continue it through the summer because it was the fourth grade book did you finish it no we haven't touched it since Early June. It's the fourth grade book. I wanted to finish the fourth grade book in the summer so we could start with the fifth grade book, which Jean gave me, the purple book. Mm-hmm. But, whatever. It hasn't happened yet. So I am so I feel the need to talk about summer fails because one thing I find as homeschoolers um, or parents who don't homeschool but who parents who are doing some curriculums over the summer trying to do extras over the summer is they're not summer fails. We feel like we are failing in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I've, I have this conversation in my brain all the time because I have books that I purchased that I have not started yet. And summer's over in or two weeks open. here. Yes. Here yes. in Florida. We're in Florida. And school's starting August 10th. And today's, what, July 23rd, 24th? Yes. Actually, public oh. school starts August 15th. Okay. But private, private school Sunday. starts August 10th. Yeah. So... I don't think they're fails because even though I have not done the curriculum that I wanted to do, my child has been doing other things. She has been on, I call it scoops. What is it called? Always ice cream. Always ice cream. I don't know why we call it scoops. So that's how we <laughs> because you get scoops. That's the reward that you always get at always ice cream. They get scoops. That's what they earn. So it is uh, online. I kind of equate a little bit to Brain Pop because it's all different types of information that you can learn. Um, different from... Brain pop because it's not just videos that you're watching and taking little tests. It's all different. Yes, it is. It's, it's really interesting. It is. They have all different types of topics on there. So even though I'm not officially doing a curriculum with her, she is learning. And mm-hmm. isn't that really what it's about? It's not so much about did we accomplish that book that I had to finish. Yes. No. It's more so about what has she been doing that she's learned. And... An example, oh, yes. an example I'll give, she's doing, we started Wordly Wise, and that she has been doing throughout the summer fairly religiously. That is, uh, anybody can do it. It's not just a homeschooling book. I think it's great for kids in school if you feel you want to, you know, step up your kids' vocabulary. I think it is a great book. I'm, I'm very happy with that, and I will probably continue that throughout, mm-hmm. because the other day we were watching a TV show, and... My daughter asked me, I don't understand what that means. And when I explained to her how the person was treating the other person, she goes, I abhor him. I go, you what him? (laughs) I abhor him? Yes. That's a really good word. And I was like, all right, I don't know if that's the way I would use that in a sentence, but why do you know that word? (laughs) And she said from? Worldly wise. Worldly wise. I keep wanting to call it worldly. I don't know why I can't say worldly worldly wise. wise. (laughs) And... I was like, wow, she's learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, the word, I think that's probably an okay way to use in the sentence. I don't yeah, think I think be, so, too. Yeah. I, ab- I abhor him. I mean, yeah. you can say that. Yeah, um, A little old English, I guess, yeah, that I was thinking yeah. it was, that she's now 60 years old. Maybe, yeah. But I was like, wow, she is learning 
What am I worried about? Yes. You know, yes, it's just one word over the entire summer. I get that, people. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are like, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> she actually did use some other big word. I remember I told you, I can't remember what it was that she used that I, oh, I yeah, laughed it was at. It was, all, it was a it was a decent word. Yeah, it was word. another decent word. So she's actually picking up stuff from there. And there's other things that we're doing also that I can see that she is learning. We did a lot. Saxon has a book where you can just do math facts. And she did a decent amount of those. Got bored with it. So we did stop because it was the same over and over. You're supposed to do it with the curriculum as you're doing it. We did not because we were so overwhelmed with math last summer, last year. So I thought we'd do it over the summer. We did accomplish some of that. So there are things that we have accomplished. She's been doing saxophone also all through the summer. So they are better than we are. Yeah, I do feel <laughs> like I have a summer fail, but I really don't. And that's what I kind of want to talk to everybody about today, because we as homeschoolers, we as parents, I think, judge ourselves harsher than we should. Yes. Yes. I Okay. I will tell you... Uh, I mean, as I'm talking about what we've done, I realize we've done more than we thought we had mm-hmm. and more than I've given myself credit for. Um, I also started Life of Fred a couple weeks ago with them um, because a friend lent us the books and I wanted to try them out with the girls. Really like that. I printed out the workbook. We're just using apples, which, I mean, my girls are going into third and going into fifth grade. Apples is the, you know, K to two or, or you know, first and second grade. But I just wanted to give them a background on the on the curriculum. So we have been doing that. We've also been doing cooking classes. Mm-hmm. We um, bought the Kids Can Cook Real Food mm-hmm. um, from uh, Katie Kimball at Kitchen Stewardship. It's, a, it's an online course. Um, so we've been doing that course. Um, and she's also been sewing. Oh, yeah. So, and then I forgot we also did another online. My daughter's been doing Code is Cool, and then she Take did in Charge. Take right? in Charge. Yeah. She finished the entire program this summer. That's about computers. So she, she did finish. She that. finished the entire program within, I think, a month. She loved it so much. That's awesome. Um, the sad thing is that it's over. That that's it for the program. Oh, there's nothing else. To yeah, it. she oh. finished it because I said, oh, maybe we should buy this if you're already done. And we went. It was a free um, trial. trial. And I don't see where she's finished every module because she really liked it. So she has done, and that was my goal for the summer, was to do things different than what we do during the school year because I don't have time. Now, we are throwing out a lot of curriculum names at you all, and I don't want you to freak out. I'm trying to kind of keep us focused in on summer fails. We're going to go over all that in another podcast. Yes. Um, Hopefully soon. I think we'll do another podcast, possibly right after this one, and put them out there pretty quickly on what our curriculum choices are for next year. For this coming school year. Yes. Um, I will say, I I share your philosophy in that I try to do things in the summer that I don't get to do as Mm -hmm. much of during the school year. So that's why we did some fun home app. We did the cooking. We did the sewing. We did, you know... um, practicing our Arabic writing and even a little bit more cursive. I did some cursive with them last year, but not, you know, just getting to focus on some of that stuff a little bit more. But also um, through homeschool, uh, homeschool, homeschool buyers Mm co-op. I couldn't get that word out. Uh, We both bought these um, summertime curriculums that they end at the end of August and gives you an opportunity to try out something new. So always ice cream is one of the things you tried and take in charge also. I also, we did Mastering the Arts, I think it was called. Meet the Masters? Meet the Masters. That's, we're doing that too. We only, we started on the first one. Did you do Van Gogh? we haven't moved any further beyond (laughs) it just because we've got so much. We're also, we do Spanish in 10 minutes a day. 
once a month, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we are doing that, too. We've taken a break again. Um, but on Always Ice Cream, she's practicing Spanish. And yes. for some reason, she's also practicing German. Whatever. Whatever. She just threw in another language. I'm just going to go with the flow on that. <laughs> so, yeah, we, but that's okay. I, yeah. I believe learning any language will help you with English. And it, it helps help you with, with any brain. other language. Yes. Just, yeah. So I'm good with her trying different things. But that's what I really liked about that Always Ice Cream. So that might be something we sign up for because there's just so many different topics on there. Yes. And she loved Brain Pop. She listened to every single video on Brain Pop. Oh my goodness. My she girls has exhausted that Brain Pop. She's done. That's funny. There's she finished the entire else. thing. No, there's nothing I didn't think else. that was possible. <laughs> yeah, well, she told me she did. There's no way for me to check that. Yeah. But when I go on it and say, oh, let's listen to this. I already did that, Mom. And she she's not a kid to typically lie to me about stuff like that. And even if I do it, she'll know all the answers. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say, oh, maybe you don't know it. And test her out. But she does. So she really has. And she likes it so much. So I don't think she'd tell me she finished it when she didn't. Right. So she was asking me for something like that, which is why I tried Always Ice Cream. And just so you know, Always Ice Cream is for girls. And there's Clever Dragons for boys. So there's yes. two different portions to that. I really like that. I really like it, too. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so you, you did Meet the Masters, too. Okay, we, we just did the Van Gogh unit in Meet the Masters. It's an art one. Um, I think that's the first one. Okay. And then um, I printed out and got the materials and everything for all of them. And so I want to I do Mary Cassatt at some point because mm-hmm. she was always one of my favorites. Um, and then I also did the IEW little poetry one. You did. I did which not get they to it. I wanted love. to. love. But I, but I, I printed it out. I'm it's a very it. simple... Yeah. You know, and they just really liked saying, you know, there was the very first poem was about Ooey Gooey, the caterpillar. They just <laughs> loved it. I mean, they're just simple, sweet poems. I might print that out for my trip to New York. And yeah. That. Oh, it's yeah. a great, easy thing. You don't have to have yeah. the audio. They have an audio recording of someone reading the poem. My girls actually just okay. wanted to read it. They didn't care about listening to the audio. But anyway, so yeah, we, we really have done... Even though we're both kind of thinking we're failures because summer is about to end. We've done a lot. Yeah, the reason why I feel like I'm a failure in my summer fails is I did not get through. I wanted to try brain addicts over the summer. Mm-hmm. We did try two different math curriculums. So I love math and I can't remember the other one um, that I had her try online. Um, it was something denominator and nominator. It was also one that was on um, Homeschool, Buyers, Homeschool Co-op. Buyers Co-op. I cannot remember the name of it, but we it. tried two of them and... I think it, one of them was a little bit too easy for her, and the other one was so much work. It was, um, which actually was not a bad curriculum. I wish I could remember it, if that was I Love Math GPA. Um, that it was a little bit harder, but it was really cute. They had videos, and there was Mr. Denominator, Mrs. Numerator, or whatever oh, their names cute. were. And they would go through like little missions, but then you had to solve the problems. But the problems were things you needed a piece of a pen and a piece of paper. You had to sit and you had to think. I did it with her, and it took us a, probably a good 40 minutes to get through one lesson. Oh, so okay. it, it was not just a fun It's a extra. I, I think it, it might be able to. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't get that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then we also do words in their stories. So we do that also that we purchased. That's a lot. So she gets a lot of vocabulary. Um, and I say, um. <laughs> My talk gets a we lot both of say, um, a lot. There I am again. So we have done that. My fail was I wanted, we are starting a curriculum analytical grammar, and I wanted to do the junior analytical grammar before we started analytical grammar, and I couldn't find one of the books. I spent an enormous amount of time, I probably could have mentioned the curriculum, to try to find you could have written your own curriculum. the <laughs> teacher's guide to it, and I couldn't find it, and I did not want to do, I've, I've used curriculums without a teacher's guide before, Yes. and I have learned with certain curriculums you need the teacher's guide, and I knew with analytical grammar, 
my wood. I don't know if any if you're familiar with it, but it is about how to diagram a sentence. And I did not want to teach her improperly since we were doing it all next year. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure I did it exactly how they taught it so she could follow through with it. So I'm still looking for that other book. The problem is it comes as a set, and I only I have half of it, and I need the other half, and that's where my problem lies. Is I can't find just one half to buy. Oh, I posted it everywhere. Yes, it is. So anyway, so I do not think think about what you've done over the summer, even if you haven't followed a curriculum or cracked a book open. Cracked a book open. I agree. If you've taken one of our friends took her daughter to France and was saying we haven't done anything France and England. Oh, my Lord, are you kidding me? Her child, yeah. I think, was at the Louvre. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they have done stuff. Yeah. They have done so much. When you're traveling, I think that is in of itself an education. Absolutely, absolutely. We, we took two and a half weeks off where we did almost nothing, mm-hmm. but we went to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago um, and, you know, went to a Japanese garden in Rockefeller, in mm-hmm. Rockefeller Rockford, Illinois. Um, so just, you know, doing things like that with your children, the normal fun summer activities are also educational. So, and I also, I really do believe kids need a little bit of a break. Too. I agree. I don't want, I don't. I don't want them to have the, the summer slide, no. you know, but, I, but I, I want them to have fun. I want them to enjoy their summer, and that's really been my focus this summer. I find it's very important to keep focus on math and English over the summer, not to let that slide. So I do feel like a dose of that at least once or twice a week, mm-hmm. if you can't do more than that, is important because I do think that it takes a little bit longer to get back into the swing of school if you're not Otherwise. up on those two. Otherwise, yeah, it does. It does, I'm sure. Okay, well, I think we have chatted on and on about our summer failures long enough. Um, which are not failures, you Which are not out. failures. We're reframing that. We're just, we just made a decision to do something different. Uh, that's the way I'm going to look at it. So um, I hope this has encouraged you and given you ideas for ways that you can kind of take advantage of the time that you have with your kids in the summer and at the same time not weigh yourself down with... Uh, unrealistic expectations about what you can hope to accomplish in between beach dates and pool parties. And, you know. <laughs> and you'll hear Ned and I talk about unrealistic expectations for the next yes. 300 podcasts. Because <laughs> we it's have a, them. Yes, it's a recurring <laughs> theme with both of us, for sure. So thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you on our next podcast.